0: On the Wake Up Radio presents The Album. Welcome to on the wake up and we will be talking to the artist Rain. Rain, who we've used for several intros, and we're gonna get to learn about his new album. Thank you. I'm your girl, the best friend
1: in your head. Got you. They told me how was young,
2: black and gifted. And I can On make it show, out the hood Actualisa, with my gifts shit
1: What up, Rain? and actually so. I'm your girl, best friend in your head, Actualis.
2: got you. Pain only exists in the mind. It's
0: always imagined. So what's the difference between my pain and yours? Between you and me? To find a solution to a problem is answer. You already know. The yeah. yeah. Welcome to The Hour. This is Cindy Ashby. And we have a special, special, special guest that you're listening to on the wakeupradio.com. Sign yep. up with w Introduce yourself, sir.
3: Yo, it's rain from Flint, Michigan. That's what we're going as.
0: Wait a second now. Who is Rain?
3: Rain, just um, I guess you just call me a a an elite MC. You know, elite rap artist, that's what I do. It's bars over swag, that's my slogan.
0: Now, what made you want to become a music
3: artist? Um, originally I didn't. I um I just wanted to be a beat maker. And um I would I would be in the studio and nobody would show me how to make beats. I would go to the studio and follow other acts and groups I was cool with, and nobody would show me so. Um, This is back when people was using the Korg Triton. So I would look over people's shoulders and try to see what they was doing and not know what they was doing, but I would memorize the buttons they was pushing. So I went and bought some equipment and just, when I started, I just started memorizing the button sequence that was pushing and see what it got me. And I started making beats. (laughs)
0: Well, that's a good way to do that. Now, mm-hmm. as far as your writing skills, you ghostwrite. I do. And I do. nine times out of ten, how easy is it for you to ghostwrite for other people? Or is it more of like your persona? Do you get what I'm saying?
3: Nah, nah. So um when I ghostwrite, I don't write it from my perspective. If I have a relationship with the artist that I'm, I'm writing for, usually... If I know their story or what they really trying to convey, I do it if it's like where I would go in to work with somebody who I have never worked with. I try to have a conversation with them, talk to them, fill them out in the studio, you know, because those sessions are usually like four to eight hours. So when I was doing that, I got enough time to talk with the artists and see how they're feeling and what they're really trying to do. And I'll pull from that conversation.
0: How long does it take for you to write?
3: for myself or for another, for another artist? both. Um, for myself, not, nothing at all. I can, I can do it right now. Um, because it's me, I'm, I'm drawn off life experience, but for another artist, um, I might, I might be able to develop a hook within 10, 15 minutes, but, the the actual lyrics that really draw the, draw the fans in or whatever that might take an hour you know
0: greatest accomplishments
3: um my kids (laughs) i got three of them two boys and a girl
0: what was your life like before you started doing music
3: um unplanned and just moving how i felt when the sun sh- when the sun um came out just doing whatever that i had to do to move around for the day
0: how do you feel about the music industry
3: um right now i think the music industry is okay uh i like i like the stuff that's on the radio some of it but i wish it was more of a platform for artists like me who are able to generate a bag, but we we aren't getting Grammys and we aren't getting the, the light shined on us, but we have a cult following there that, that follow us. And, you know, we, we, we really put that pin, pin to the instrumental.
0: What's a day in the life of a music artist as such as yourself? Um,
3: like I said, my my day-to-day be, is hectic and and I'm running around like I'll have a set schedule and I have it set what I'm supposed to do from A to B or A to Z and when a day start I might start at Z and end up on K so (laughs) I'll be moving around.
0: What keeps you motivated or who?
3: Um, Really I keep myself motivated but because I, I love what I'm doing, but really um at this point I'm doing it for my, my kids because I want them to have better than I had and if I can use my mind to give them better than what I had, then I'm winning.
0: You touched on the uh the fact that uh not too many are rewarded. I mean except for the, the fans, right? Yeah. Most times, is it draining, soul sucking? Like, what are the pet peeves you have about the the industry? Like, directly.
3: Um, for my journey, I would say that is I've ran into so many like snakes in the grass that you gotta figure out early. So, you know, you meet you meet somebody that say, oh, I want to manage you, or I want to be this, or I want to be that, and they sell you this dream and you start going and working and nothing is, is not happening. So what you have to do is you gotta you gotta figure that out early so you can keep going. So that's my that's my pet peeve. It's like running into people who aren't who they say they are.
0: Okay. Now question, were you ever giving like a 360 deal?
3: I definitely was.
0: Guess what? I was given one too. Yeah. I don't even make music. Wow. Yeah, it didn't work. Didn't work though.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. the the signing the wrong deal for any new artist or an artist that's just finally getting a chance. If you sign the wrong deal, I'm talking about like a five album, eight album deal. That will probably take you out of the game for ten years. You know, I did one of those, and it took me out to the point where I couldn't release music for a while.
0: Well. Like even with my cousin, he's had to do that. And I think with mm-hmm. his, he had to pay to get out of it. Not one. I want to yeah. say several like, contracts. Yeah. You know, it's...
3: you
0: know what, you know what how I got out of mine? How? My lawyer. He wrote and Oh, addendum yeah, yeah. I remember
3: you telling me that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the
0: addendum said, right, because this was like a ten year contract. The addendum yeah. basically said 15 months if we don't see shit this shit is null and void well baby after 12 months (laughs) do you get what i'm saying thank you all lawyers and addendums
3: yeah and and, and that's like for like up-and-coming artists like when you when you hear it it's called music business so music is a small word compared to business you gotta learn the business. It's too much information out here. Where I feel like artists should not know the business.
0: Well, let's we got a little bit serious. I want to play something for rapid fire.
3: Uh, I'm not ready? good at these. <laughs> no, this
0: is, this is you. This is like okay, this is okay, like okay. Your rapping skills. This is like your ra- TV or music.
3: Oh, TV music. Oh, I do music.
0: Meat or vegetables? Both. Holidays or birthdays?
3: Holidays.
0: Dine out or cooking?
3: Definitely dining out.
0: <laughs> you got a favorite book?
3: I do. Um, right now, <laughs> I will. I'm reading the uh, Book of Enoch.
0: You got a favorite movie?
3: I can't pick one. I love movies so much I can't pick one. Um, I, I, my list would be crazy. I can't pick one.
0: How about a favorite documentary?
3: Can't. I love film, so I can't.
0: <laughs> Superpowers you wish you had?
3: Oh, definitely. Okay, so I wish I was. Um, I wish I was Superman. So the flying, movie. invisibility, all that. <laughs>
0: What about that damn kryptonite?
3: Hey, we not worried about that.
0: <laughs> oh, shit.
3: We not okay. worried about that.
0: If you had to come back to this place, would you be a tree, mountain, volcano, or
3: animal? I'd be an animal. What kind? Shark. Great white.
0: You got a favorite color?
3: Yes, purple.
0: Favorite hobby?
3: Yep. Recording music.
0: Did you have a favorite show as a child?
3: I did. Transformers.
0: Beach or pool?
3: Definitely beach.
0: Action or comedy?
3: Mm. I'm going to have to go both.
0: Shower or bath? Shower. Love or money?
3: The love of money.
0: (laughs) The love of money or respect? Respect. Reading or watching TV? I say both. Sunrise and moonlight. Moonlight. A friendship forever or the love of your life, short-lived?
3: Oh, that's crazy. Mm, I do friendship forever. Because you can have your your love of your life be your friend in friendship forever.
0: Yeah, you're a cake and eat it too type of brother, right? Have you cake-and-eat-it-it? Definitely, definitely. I, see. I see. Definitely. I know, I know you talked about pet peeves and stuff, but what is a pet peeve that you have? Like a regular pet peeve that people won't wouldn't know.
3: A pet peeve of mine? Um, asking me the same question more than once when I've already told you the answer.
0: i feel some type of weight. Now I'm playing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, a fear you could vanquish from humanity.
3: Um, I guess fear of dying.
0: You step into a time portal. What year would it be, and would you save anyone or change anything, or just be an observer?
3: I probably have to go like 1970, like in the 70s. You know, just because everything was more free and people just did what they wanted to do. Um, if I could save anyone or anybody, I'll I have a list of people that I I would want to save from back in the day, all the way up until now. So, like, Tupac, Biggie, Nipsey, Martin Luther King, Malcolm. <laughs> um, uh, let me see. Kobe Bryant. I mean, there's a lot of people I, w- I would like to say.
0: Three people you wish you could meet and pick their brains. Meaning, they could be alive, they could have passed, or they could be from the
3: future. What do we want? Oh that's super that's super easy. Um all three, Jay Z.
0: Well all right then. You had to go on a road trip. Name three people you would want to take with you.
3: I take my best friend Sid. Um I'll take i take all three of my homeboys. My my boy said my boy Cedric, my boy Chris, my boy Marnay Cause we do road t- trips all the time, so that's what we do.
0: What would what would you tell yourself as a teen or a little boy if you could time travel back to yourself?
3: Um, life get life gets super hard, and it seems like you you can't do it, but just stay your course, stay your path, and it it'll it get easier to open up for you.
0: What do you desire for your life and your legacy? Let's speak it into existence.
3: Um, I just want to be remembered as like career-wise, musically, I want to be remembered as one of the greats. Like I want to be remembered as one of those guys that, that got that pen When they put that pen in the pad or thought to instrumental or whatever you want to call it, like I get busy. And as far as family life, I just want to be remembered as uh, good father, good husband, and that's it.
0: And guess what? I want to thank I? you. <laughs> <laughs> you were awesome. You like,
3: okay. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm never good at those games, though, or the good at those.
0: I've interviewed other people and, um, it's the show's called an hour. It took two hours. Wow.
3: Yeah. Two hour rapid fire? No, I don't know about that.
0: <laughs> it was like it was like, let me tell you why the color blue. B is for the 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 broadcast of the airwaves. I was like <laughs> <laughs> I loved it though. I loved it though. I, I you know okay. you're straight to the point.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> tell
0: them where to find you. Tell them where to find you. Tell them where your music's at.
3: Um, my music is on every digital sp- streaming platform, and you can f- you can go to my Instagram at r e i n underscore i z underscore a m i, which is Rain is AMI, or you can find me on YouTube at Rain is King, and that's it.
0: Uh, where can I buy your music? Is your link on your bio, right?
3: Yeah, it's definitely in my bio on my. Um, my instagram
0: tell us about tell us about your your new album
3: uh which one the one i just dropped or the one that's about to come out
0: oh man tell them tell us about everything because everything you drop is fucking fire a lake of fucking fire
3: appreciate it so i'll go back a little bit so um october 31st of last year i recorded an album called the quill uh, I recorded that in 24 hours. It is eight songs. Uh, I have features of R.J. Payne. That people know what he do lyrically. I got features from a feature from uh, Mickey Fax, who's on there a couple times. Another feature from what's the other artist I have on there? Uh, Jr. And then my uh, one one of my boys off the album uh, Leland. So. I recorded that in 24 hours. I was watching uh, a documentary from uh, Griselda. West Side Gun was talking about he made an album in 24 hours. And then I know, uh, I think it was Bun B was part of a project that was recorded in 24 hours. And I just wanted to see, could I do it? And I just stopped recording like around 11.30 at night. And went to sleep around 7 in the morning. Got back up in like three hours and kept recording and i was able to finish a whole entire a whole album within 24 hours and get it out to the public which is that is my biggest selling album to date
0: all right now tell yeah. us about the other
3: one um that's quill too <laughs> that'll be coming out i wish i had a release date to give you guys right now but i'm trying to get it fi- finalized um I didn't do this one in 24 hours. I recorded this album in 10 days. And the reason being, I wanted to go with the same thought process. But um, during that time, I had COVID. So I had to, I couldn't just rap the way I wanted to. Actually, I had to come up with different techniques of how I was going to rap, because I couldn't catch my breath the right way. So I recorded one record a day every day for 10 days beats from beats from scratch and recording.
0: I'm glad you're still here with us.
3: Thank you. I am too.
0: (laughs) What, what is is that a technique? Like when you're rapping, is it a certain technique that you learn? Is it like a training is how does that work?
3: Um, so when I first started rapping, I was terrible. Um, I didn't know how to rap. I didn't know how to count bars. I didn't know how to do any of that. So one of my my guys I, I grew up with, he was super dope on a mic. He taught me how to count bars. And, and his name is Ban- Banzi. He taught me how to like count bars and rap. And I piggybacked off that and just went with it. And just being in the studio uh, with other artists, seeing their techniques, like watching Ludacris record or um, 2 Chainz record, People like that when they do they they when they do their stuff, I'm I'm a fly on the wall that pay attention. I might act like I'm not, I might have my drink in my hand and act like I'm not, but I'm super paying attention to what you're doing and it, why it's working for you. Mm, yeah.
0: Now, most people, because you write lyrics, mm-hmm. why not why not a book? Why not a movie script? Why not poetry? I mean
3: technically it's all the same, right? Well, well, I know, I yeah. well, technically, I, I, I do do poetry. I'm just putting it over an instrumental. Like, really, I mean, that's what it is, is poetry over instrumental. My my rhymes are, you know, I can't speak for other artists, but that's what mine are.
0: Do you have any regrets in life?
3: Um, if I had a regret, I would say is to... Stop waiting on other people to help me achieve my dream because other people are not going to chase your dream as hard as you going to chase your dream for you.
0: Advice to those who want to get into the music industry, what are the pitfalls?
3: Uh, pitfalls is just running into people who, again, who claim to be something and they not. You got to figure that out early get rid of them and you gotta you gotta build a team that you could depend on because it's a lot when you're doing it by yourself. So you need to develop a team that all got the same goal, same vision, and want the same end result as you. And once you can establish that, you don't even have to be that many people, five people minimum, and you good.
0: What's the hardest lesson you've learned?
3: Uh probably same along the same lines trusting people who say they're gonna do something they don't do it
0: tell us what respect means to you
3: um i guess like for me respect is for somebody not to snake you go behind your back and you know really really try to hurt you on a different level than just the average joe on the street And what does the hustle and the grind mean? You said it
0: yeah. The hustle and the grind. What does that mean to you?
3: Oh, uh, man. For me, that means just every day, I know a certain amount of money I need to make for the week, for the day. And when I get up, I have to achieve that. So everything runs smoothly. How
0: was the... Twenty twenty debauchery. Did it affect you in a good or bad way? Like some people lost business and some people were able to like really focus.
3: Um, twenty twenty definitely affected me. I put together what I thought was gonna be my biggest album, Vintage Three, Vintage Season Three, which um has some dope features on there again. R.J. Payne, Mickey Fax. Um, I have. Stellar production on there from PA Dre on um, Dry Hinton, my boy Prentice Brown. And we was gearing up to go out and do just shows and um festivals and everything. And I was like, yo, I finally I'm here. I'm ready to go. And then everything got shut down.
0: <laughs> now it's something that most people they know but they don't know. So a lot of times when I I do an intro for like a new show, I'll use one of your songs. Okay. And, um, I, I love. <laughs> I just love how it comes together because I just kind of like work on the visual and I knew like the song that I have in mind, right? So like mm-hmm. your young "Gifted in Black" or your the Ted.
3: Ted DiBiase, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Like, do you get me? Saying? It's just like certain song. <laughs> All of it, all of it. Like, if I could, I would literally, everybody's intro would be arranged.
3: (laughs) I know, and I I really appreciate you for gravitating towards my music. Like, when you heard my music, you was on it, like, instantly. And that's the thing, like, most people, when they hear my music, they're on it. So, like, I just need more, more, um, I just need bigger platforms and more people to start getting in tune with because I, I know I got what it takes to keep going up.
0: Now, are there any gifts or talents that you possess that we might not know of outside of the music industry?
3: I'm a... Um, I'm a. I don't know how to pronounce the word, but I, I think it's called a synthesizer or whatever. So, like, I can... I'm one of the people, rare people on the planet that can see music and taste music so um and that's how i know if the song is gonna be good for me so like uh i'll give you an example if somebody plays me instrumental if i don't see anything or feel anything from it i don't use it but if i feel it and then i can visualize it it usually pop up so like uh kick drums be like a violet bass drum like a 808 that's like a dark like super dark purple and uh, snare drums are like bright yellow and hi-hats are like pink and so when all of these colors mix together it's like it's like a, a painting and it's not necessarily an image it's just like I guess like back in the day when people had like windows you know server will come on and it show all those splotches of color I get those but not across my whole vision it's just in the corners so once I once I see that Then I know, okay, I got something. Then when I add the words to it, it's either like a salty or bitter or sweet taste, like in the back of my throat. And that's it. I just put it together. (laughs) Crazy, right?
0: You got like a beautiful mind and shit, though. Yeah. Yo, like, like, oh my God, you should do an album called like Rain Man, but like rain.
3: (laughs) That's what it is, right?
0: (laughs) Holy shit. Oh my God, that's fucking dope. Like, I've never heard that. And I think that's, that's so.
2: Yeah. Ugh.
3: I used to I used to tell my mom that when I was like eight, nine years old. And I'm like, mom, this, this is this or that. She never like, like told me I was crazy or anything. She was like, okay, I believe you. And that was that. So she kind of nurtured it.
0: Shout out to moms.
3: Right, right. Shout out to mom dudes.
0: Big up, big up. Now. Was there ever a time where writing became difficult uh through personal and you know, endeavors in life through family or friends or just, you know, having your children or whatever? Did anything ever?
3: Yeah, so sometimes when I write records, it takes longer than what I want to. Um, if it's like a braggadocious record or something like that, that's not really my being, I can do those and like a few minutes sometimes i don't have to write them i could just go do them but if it's something really like if it's really um connected to me and something i've really been through or if it involves somebody else and i'm telling my truth i still want to pick the right wording and the right way to convey what i'm saying without offending somebody else but still say what i want to say so those type of records like it could take me a hour it could take me a day uh i think the longest one for a complete song i think i did like the first verse and then maybe like three days later i came back and listened to it again and i did the next verse and then maybe three or four more days later i come back and i picked the right hook to match up to it so yeah those records because it's more you know it's more emotional for me but if i do it for somebody else i can do it like that night.
0: <laughs> now who taught you? I mean, besides your your mom, who are the men that taught you? Was it an uncle? Was it the streets? Was it a cousin? Who taught you? Because you know you'd be quick to murk somebody. I'm just saying.
3: So I had a um my cousin, he passed away last year, but he is one of the people who got me into music because I wanted to be like him. So he would he would come. With, I grew up in my grandmother's house. Um, because my mom worked so much, single parent, but I grew up in my grandmother's house and my cousin would come. He would come through with the flyest shit ever. I'm talking about the uh I don't even know what type of coat it was. He'd come through with the big coat with the with the fur on it or whatever. He'd be rocking the brand new and the,
0: Sherlands the um... Yeah, the
3: Sherlins, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'd come through with the Sherlins. He had uh like the Figaro link on or the this, and the figure links back then was big, like the like the Cubans are now. He had a Figaro link on. He had a pinky rings on. He come through with the flyest shit everything. and he he'd be rocking like the latest gear. And we live, we we from Michigan, but he would travel to New York, and you know, out there on the East Coast, the fashion gets there months before we get it in the Midwest. So he would go out there and come back with a suitcases full of fly and shit, and he would give me a couple things to rock. And I just wanted to be like him. And all he did was listen to music. He had a boombox, like the like the big boy, like over the shoulder. He had one of them. And I'd be like, yo, I want to be like this dude. You know what I'm saying? So he put me up on um, music early. He was so into it. And I used to be like, yo, how can somebody talking over music make you feel like this? So I was like, yo, I got to be that.
0: <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Shout out his name. I need. I know he's an ancestor, but you gotta shout out your ancestors.
3: Oh, his name is uh Michael Ali. Yeah,
0: he's still now, bad. He was
3: a, um, he did graffiti and he was a breakdancer. I ain't talking about just regular breakdancing, popping the lock. I'm talking about spinning on your head, windmilling on cardboard. He was like that. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Now uh, another thing, uh, I've always wondered. I know uh, a couple of rappers. How do you men deal with groupies?
3: How you deal with them? You don't. For me, I don't like. I've had a bunch of like groupies say something to me or whatever, or if I'm out, I just I just don't. For me, I just don't even want to do it because it's like. Nowadays, you got the rape allegations and all that. It's like just leave them alone, or you might get set up. You might get set up. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. Right, to the homie Pop Smoke. I mean, I don't know the situation behind that fully, but kind of what I think it was. I, I think he was set up by a groupie. So you, you, you like you in and out these cities. You don't know these people, so just just don't. That's the best way.
0: How do you know when someone is authentic? Do you get what I'm saying? Like when when you're when you first started rapping, mm-hmm. how do you know when the, if this chick is authentic?
3: You don't. You just gotta take a um. You gotta just try, and just see where where it goes, and try to figure it out early. The earlier, the better.
0: Well, what they say for rich or poor. A health yep. or sickness, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, if you fall sick and you're fucking poor, and the person's still, the person's still there, that's cool. But if the person's not there. It's like,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. Now, you talked about your projects. Um, I wanted to ask you which one, because they all sound like you like you put pen to paper and you hit you you hear you see you taste. You damn okay. on the music. Okay. Okay which one was the hardest for you to get through the
3: one i'm currently working on wait uh (laughs) to get through uh i would say the one i'm currently working on right now
0: and do you have like do you ever get writer's block because i write scripts do you get writer's block where you gotta walk away and be like
3: um yeah, if the the only way I get writer's block is if somebody send me something for a feature verse and I tell everybody the same thing. If, if I do a feature verse, I tell them like if they get with me directly, yeah, I'll do the record but I have to like it. I have to like the instrumental or I have to like the song. If I don't like it I can't do it. So earlier I used to be like yo, I just need to get the bag and let me go for it and people send me some music that i just couldn't get with so those songs give me writer's block because i don't even know what you're trying to do and now you want me to get on there and do my thing and it's just it won't work so yeah those records i i'd rather sing i'd rather send the record back and just tell you i can't do it
0: now do people let you listen to these first because i've i've gone through those things right and the person wanted the the other person to be featured but they wouldn't play they would wait for that person to do their lyrics and then they would come behind them so they could have better lyrics you know it's like mano mano who's right, right type shit is that really what it is
3: oh yeah but so like when i put my pen down if i'm asking another artist to get on my my song i put my i put my verse down first verse or just verse in the hook always let them hear what i'm doing and let them come over me and hopefully because it's a feature i want the feature to be better than me so yeah i don't want to i don't want to have somebody feature in reverse the and they get smoked by me so yeah i always let people hear what i do first and then i go um but just recently somebody want me to do a feature verse a feature song for them and they sent me a blank record and i was like what you want me to do oh man do your thing no I was like nah this your record I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna do my thing first because what'll happen is I'll overtake your record or I may paint something that you wasn't even trying to do so get your idea out first and then I'll come out and do my thing second or whatever you know
0: gosh what's your favorite part is it sitting writing the lyrics or is it getting in the fucking
3: booth uh I like all of it, but my favorite part is after I come out after I come out the booth and people like people around me, they know my recording process. So once I come out the booth, it's seeing whoever's in the studio with me. And I don't have a bunch of people, I usually have the same three or four people. Once they see once they hear what I did, the look on their face like, yo, how did you even come up with that? Because I really don't write my lyrics. And I know that's what everybody say these days, but I really don't write my lyrics. Sometimes I'll uh I might put down a couple ideas. Like if it's a 16 bar verse, I'll come up with two subjects I'm gonna talk talk about. Or I'll write down four ideas I wanna rap about in the 16 or the 24 or the 32. And I'll have it in mind, but I don't go in the booth and rap something i have physically wrote word for word it that that never happens for for me and if you ever interview anybody who's ever recorded me they'll tell you like yeah he'll be like y'all want to record this and when i get in there it'd be something totally different because i just want to just i think the music sounds better when you freestyle it it's i think it's more authentic because that's what you're saying in the moment
0: okay so like i've been in the the setting of this studio, right? Mm-hmm. And I've, I've seen it change a lot. Where people would have a lot of paper. Or mm-hmm. like a notebook. The, the black and white composition. To this mm-hmm. motherfucker, you can't see it. To this motherfucker, the phone. Yeah. Like, Mary had a little lamb. Did, and I'd be like, you know what I'm saying? And then every <laughs> now and then, I'll see somebody going in there. Put this shit on. Set everything aside and she's like fucking Professor X. Yeah, <laughs> You get what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. I close my eyes when I rap. I close my eyes when I rap too.
0: But that's rare.
3: Yeah. I close that's my eyes when I rap.
0: There's a people going to the...
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's either the book or the phone. And so when yeah. I see somebody going in there without it, I'm like, oh shit, what's about to happen?
3: Yeah. So, like, usually when I'm recording... I just go, I listen to it and I'll, if, if I'm if I'm doing it like out of my head, I'll freestyle as much as I can. So it might be two bars, it might be four bars, it might be eight, it might be the whole 16. So once I lay what I'm going to lay down, then I'll have an engineer play it back about three times so I can kind of hear what I said. Then I'll have them delete what I did and then I'll go back and I'll just run it through off top. That's my recording process.
0: Now, here's the thing: if you wasn't doing music, what would you be doing?
3: Man, who knows, man? Um, it it'll probably still be something with art. Um, maybe teaching teaching the the youth or the next generation coming up after me how to how to make your mind work for you to make money like because we like artists are gifted we can create money out of our head we don't have to go physically do something for somebody else so I would try to teach the younger generation how to to get it with just your mind
0: and what would you like for your children for their future would you like them Um, to get music like you
3: I mean, if they want to do music, I want them to be happy, whatever they want to do. Don't matter what they do. As long as they're happy at what they're doing, and they have a peace of mind and can move around and have the life that they want for them.
0: Do you feel like your family's happy? Like, as far as, like, your mom, your aunties, your uncles, do you feel like they're proud of you?
3: I, I would like to think they are because I'm doing something that nobody in my family has tried to do so everybody else like tried to be like lawyers, doctors or business owners and stuff like that. I'm the only artist. Wow. That's another thing about me too. That's another thing about me too. Um, creatively, I'm, I'm not a, you know, some, like a lot of artists, they be like, we're going to the studio. They go to the studio at midnight, two in the morning, four in the morning. I'm not that. That's, that's never been me. My mind doesn't my mind does do what it needs to do late at night. I'm an early a.m. person. If you want to catch me doing my thing, I'm 10 a.m., 8 a.m., sometimes 6 a.m. I'm an early person. I'm up early, so I record music early. I don't record music super late at night.
0: That shit sounds crazy. In a good way, your discipline. I don't go to sleep till you wake up, you know.
3: I know we we I've I've you've messaged me sometime or I messaged you be like yo I'm up and you be like oh, I'm going to bed yeah I'm a six a.m. eight a.m. ten a.m. type of person if I can get to the studio at ten a.m. and that's usually people are like getting the engineers are rolling out of bed hungover from the next night like yo I can't believe you want to be here at ten a.m. yeah that's me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So someone like you, if I'm in a relationship with you, I'm only seeing you once, one one hour a day. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What was your day? Your day was good. Okay, hurry up and eat this food. Uh, going to the gym. I'm gonna edit that type of shit because it's just like
3: yeah, and and like and, and like a, a couple of my boys and fellow artists, they they go to the studio all the time. At like they book their sessions at midnight. And when I show up to they sessions, they know I'm really, I'm really, really fucking with the record because I'm coming out that late to go, you know, start a session at 3 a.m. They know I'm really messing with the record because it's like, yo, bro, we couldn't have did this earlier in the day. I'm just not a, I'm not a late night recorder. Well, I mean, like, if, 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 if it was a big artist, you know, like a, uh, like a Lil Wayne or somebody or, you know, again, like a Jay-Z or something, they was like, yo, come to the studio at like 3 in the morning. I'm there. I'm sleeping all day. I'm coming in with a fresh mind. But just me personally getting up and leaving out the house at 3 a.m. to go record a record? No.
0: (laughs) You said no. I'm up at the kitchen hour. Oh, God. So much gets done. No.
3: No. I want to be asleep. (laughs) I want
0: to. You don't play about your sleep. You don't play about your sleep and your what? Your food?
3: Uh, food and going to the gym. That's those that my things.
0: What's your favorite meal?
3: Everything. I'm greedy.
0: What What's a workout? What's working out for you? What What's that? Like an hour, two hours? Is it a lot of lifting? Pushing?
3: Uh, it just depends on how I'm feeling for the day. But usually, I try to do like 20 minutes of cardio, which is either treadmill or boxing, and then. If once I warm up and I'm lifting, I might live for about two hours and go sit in the sauna for another 20 minutes and then head home. So it might be a three hour day in the gym.
0: Okay. Oh my gosh. I remember when you were sick and you were like at the gym and I was like, this nigga great. This nigga <laughs> yeah. wild for the night right now. I can't yeah. breathe, but I'm on the treadmill. Yeah.
3: Like,
0: oh my God. Talk about dedication.
3: I, no, it's it's because my doctor told me don't just lay around and let the COVID like, affect my lungs. So he was like, make sure you're breathing and everything. So I just thought, well, let me go get on this treadmill. The so,
0: light jog, brother. You, were, <laughs> you was on the Muhammad yeah. Ali fucking shit. <laughs>
3: yeah. And I, I made sure to go in there when nobody else was in there. So I would go in there super late night and just run and try to get my lungs to just Push out all that mucus and everything, you know.
0: I know you slept like a goddamn baby when you put your foot out that car to get in that bed.
3: I did take that shower, I'm out. (laughs) Like
0: a newborn. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
0: Now, have you ever brought your children to see you
3: at the studio?
0: I mean, they're still young, but do you mean, you know? Yeah,
3: uh, I have never, I've never brought them to an actual big studio, but I mean, I have my pre productions equipment behind me. They see what I'm doing, or you know, they kids, man. They don't, they don't get it. <laughs> they kids. But my nephew, who just recently got into music, he's like, "Yo, I'm be doing this thing."
0: <laughs> they they get it when they get older, but it's probably it's embedded.
3: Yeah, probably. In um, I think the biggest the biggest lesson with that that I could say is like. My son, he'll see me, like, uh, packaging hard copy CDs assigning signing them and folding up merch and packaging them up. And, like, uh, sometimes in the day, I might have 50, 60 packages I got to take out to, like, UPS and everything and, you know, get them out. And he, like, and he, he's always, like, Dad, that, that many people want to buy your merch or that many people want a CD. i am like, yeah. Like, is overwhelming to him cuz he don't get it cuz I turn like my my living room into like a um, <laughs> into my um i guess like a storefront cuz I'm just packaging up everything.
0: Now, any advice you would love to give another up and coming music artist like about the discipline on what they need to do or even with the naysayers or do you get what I'm saying cuz everybody goes through that yeah.
3: shit. So, I always tell people this. If you like what you're doing, it's 8 billion people on the planet. There is at least a million people that like exactly what you like. So, in that, this, you just got to figure out how to get your product to them. That's it. That's it.
0: <laughs> so now... Last but not least, tell them where to find you, how to get find your music. You don't have a release date, but we're going to do another interview, yeah?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely do another um, interview once the new album comes out. I got a lot. I got I got so much music recorded because I record so fast. And it's it's now time for me to release music, more music. I'm not a person that records um like 50 or 60 songs to... Excuse me, put a uh put an album out, you know, record 60 songs to make 10. Every time I record an album, I record linear. I see song one and I go through the track list and that's it. So I don't have a bunch of music just lying around. But as of right now, because of COVID, you can't move around the way that you're supposed to. I have a lot of music that I have recorded. Um, like not just loose songs, but albums. I'm like three or four albums ahead right now that I have to get out.
0: Damn. All right. That's yeah. not a bad problem there.
3: No, no. So I mean, anyway. like think, think I mean, think about it. Like, so like last year I did a freestyle run. Um I I would get if somebody's releasing music, like Drake, his music came out on Friday. I think uh the one I did over his, uh what was it called? Pipe Down, that record came out at 12 a.m., I had the freestyle done by 2 a.m. and out on my YouTube channel. So every Friday for, like, 12 weeks in a row, I was dropping freestyles. And most of those was, most of them was 60 bars or more. But I would say, like, 48 bars minimum. That's what I was doing every week for 12 weeks just because I could. God damn
0: I want to be like you when I grow up.
3: <laughs> I want to be like me, too, when I grow up.
0: Ah, that is funny. So, any last words you want to say before we go out with this tunes you got? You
3: no, know, I just want to say, um, I just want people to tap in with me. Catch you on my social media. Hit me on YouTube. Um, If you want to work with me. You can find what you could find out how to work with me. Um, if somebody want to, um, whatever they want to do, I'm I'm very accessible and I'm laid back and I'm chill. So just be respectful, get at me, and you know we'll make something happen.
0: I want to thank you for coming on the hour with me, Cindy. I want to thank you. Aw, yeah, we're legendary, we're... Cindy Ashby.
3: The, the the legendary Cindy Ashby. <laughs>
0: Ow, oh, I wish I could. I'm so tired. I can't even do like a the wop or nothing. <laughs> I feel like I went to the gym with you. Shit. Right, right. <laughs> well, we're about to wrap it up. Uh don't forget to sign up for otw2.com. You're listening to on the We were here with Reigns. Check him out at Reigns is King on YouTube. We're gonna go out with his yeah. uh dope hit. Uh, obituaries is that what it obituaries. is
3: yeah off the, off the quill album the first one
0: okay off the quill album oh
3: gosh all this music
0: is for you here we go all right. welcome to
2: the project i promise i will not lollygag premeditated murder with my hockey mask insomniac i've been up all night in the zombie trance walking dead walking rappers into a body bag body plus. I'm a fire-ass ghost writer. Ghost fire ass ghostwriter. Pull up on your session, skull on fire like the ghostwriter. <laughs> but I ain't not a comic book. I know what you did last summer. You want the knife you or hook? I'll write my purse in your back with a rusty scalpel. Look, it's right between your scapula, Fang's out Dracula. Draco's out of Aquarius. Drop so many shells, you need a calculator to add them up. That's like that Leatherface punchline. Drums and sticks sound like a merchant band drumline. We outside, look like we marching for our gun rights. We outside all night until the sunrise. This is not a verse, this is child's play, no. I got my chainsaw in your house house waiting. I'm in that red mask off The country Purge time, Cyrus going off, you know what time it is. Axe uh-huh. murder, bloody my quill, yup, I rap murder. And medical mask, I'm like a black surgeon. I'm like black surgeon. My music is the wave, I'm rap surfing. I might not pick the best beat, but I rap perfect. I rap. I'm lying. Shit. I'm like Nas nice when I rhyme shit. <laughs> Whoever said hip-hop dead ain't heard me rhyme, yet. Heard me rhyme yet. Yet, I always drop consistently. It's the Quill Project. Welcome to the Killers Free Killers Rain.
0: Job.
1: Thanks for keeping the lights on, DeAng. Cindy Ashby
0: Productions. Production. Production.
1: On the wake up. How to sign up for OTWT? Type in OTWT in your browser. It will bring up the homepage. Then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account. Use your best email. Select a username. And then enter a good secure password. Now you're at the home page. Click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support.
0: Get your body to move,
1: won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Then on the wake up play,
0: won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. Then on the wake up play, why do I need to? Why do I need to? Just get your body to move, won't stop till we shake the room, yeah.